Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a podcast about the worst L-shaped desk? Then you must be thinking of another podcast. Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. How are you? I am exhausted. <laughs> I am thirsty. Please. Oh my God! Yes, please. please. Are you ready? I'm ready. <gasps> oh, you got a nice crackable. Oh, I do. It's the one of your last liquid deaths that you left here at my house. Last ones? Have you guys been slamming them? I've been pounding them. Good. I think I have one left in my fridge. I was so on the fence about this when I had it the first time, but now I'm like, actually, this is life changing. Actually, it is pretty good. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know what? I feel like until they're a sponsor, <laughs> I can say this. It's good water. It is. It's not good water. It's it's actually great water. Yeah, I like it. The first time I had the like plain one, I mean, there's very few brands of water that I've ever had where like I took a sip and was just like damn that's good water that's good water and i did that with liquid death's just plain mountain water right yeah saying that that is some pricey water mm-hmm. like yeah i wouldn't just go pick up a 12 pack of this for fun like this is special occasion water <laughs> but like i do though because i'm like trying to actually believe in the cause which i do which is the less plastic and stuff and i like that yeah but you know what else but even though i buy it it kind of prevents me from drinking it every day yeah um other things that prevent plastic bottles are just you know drinking tap water (laughs) yeah i know just filter your own water that's what i'm a firm believer in water from the fridge i mean that's what i do most of the day so i do like a liquid death at night maybe yeah you know it's a treat for like a flavor (laughs) yeah it's just something because i mean a 12 pack is 14 dollars is it like I thought it was like sixteen? It's it's cost expensive. I mean, yeah, it it is. It's the only thing that's made me think. You know what? Maybe I could do a Amazon like recurring delivery. Yeah, because you save that money. You know, you sure do. So I thought about it, but I'm like, no. You want to tell the people why we're exhausted? Okay, so I need that drink because we are recording on the last day of podcast movement right now we are and if you'll remember last year podcast movement was in nashville so our recording was in nashville was done remotely yeah it was like yeah we did the whole like binaural left and right thing yeah i had was fucking neat but i have a little handheld recorder that i always take to the convention and i took it this year and i was like we should record some audio while we're out there you know like on the show floor and stuff but like time just got away from us (laughs) Yeah, And we thought, you know, may as well record a regular old episode at our homes from the comfort of our regular recording studios. Right here, you know. Yeah, Dallas. Podcast movement was downtown Dallas this year, which was really exciting because it's actually coming home for the first time in a long time. Oh, yeah, because it started here. It did. Actually, yeah. In like 2013, I think, 2014, maybe. Yeah. 
I mean, we're not that far behind the times with it. Yeah. You know? Oh, that's what I was going to say. See, that's how out of it I am. Because this was our last day. I have yet to have food today. Yeah, man. <laughs> we were talking about this at the show today. You were like, does your body feel bad? bad? <laughs> it's like, yes. It sucks trying to like get food in you between classes. Because the thing about podcast movement is like you're doing classes, 45 minute classes, like back to back to back. You have a little 15 minute jump to get from one to the other. But between the classes, you're also trying to network because every other podcaster in the world is there. Then shop at all the cool yes. booths. There's and so many get like demos of stuff. Fun, cool booths downstairs. And they have new products and new technology services for sale. And you're trying to like shop around and compare products and shit. It's, it's a lot. It is and a lot. And you kind of forget to eat and also kind of forget to sleep. <laughs> so Well... <laughs> So our first day, we were like, oh, let's just eat at the cafe in there. And then yeah. it was like, oh, a sandwich is 30 bucks. It was too much. I was like, oh, okay. So I was like, you know what? I'll have a salad because yeah. salads are cheap. A salad was still $13. Yeah. It and was... then I added shrimp. Uh-huh. Do you know how much the shrimp was on top of the $13 salad? I would imagine like $9. It was $9. Oh and you know mind. how many shrimps I got? Like four. Four. <laughs> you like, gave me one of them. I tried to give you two of them. Yeah, they were I good mean, scrimps. They were good scrimps. It was a mediocre salad. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'm my not sandwich sucked, honestly. I was not happy with the sandwich. I think my favorite Caesar salad, it's Outback Steakhouse. Okay. <laughs> Dude, Outback Steakhouse has a... Their Caesar dressing is, like, a little spicy. Okay. Like, somehow it's spicy, and you're like, this like shouldn't be. But I like that, you know? Yeah, so we did the podcast movement. Mm-hmm. We ate chips on chips. day two. Yeah. No, chips and a cookie the size of our face. Oh, my God, the cookie was huge. And yours, I can understand you being like, that was a delicious cookie. Yeah. But me having no food and eating just... My face full of chocolate chip cookie <laughs> yeah, was not a good idea. I got an oatmeal raisin, so it was like, you know, fiber and fruit and stuff. Yeah, it was, you know, a granola bar in cookie form. Yeah, it was very delightful. Yeah, I ate chocolate. Yeah. And it was a damn good cookie. <laughs> I had the s'mores cookie today because I was like, you know what? The cookie was really good. It went down smooth. I'm going to try the s'mores one. And uh, no, it was bad. It was just sugar. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. And also wearing jeans for four days in a row is not something I am accustomed to anymore. Oh, man. I wore jeans for the first two days and I was like, you know what? I love myself. I'm going to wear leggings. <laughs> <laughs> I was fine. But, but I mean, that's all guys wear. It's just yeah. jeans. I had to you fucking know. wear a bra for four days. I'm, that's, that's as much as I can muster. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only constriction that I can have going on. Yes. Oh, man. Feels good to be back at home. I'm in goblin mode. I got my jammy shorts on. I'm wearing a sports bra. I feel so comfy. <laughs> oh, dude. You ready? I am just... You're still in your fucking... Your shoes are I'm on. I I'm still dressed. I'm still you. dressed. <laughs> dude, I've, I've tried to be outside with the puppies real quick. Like, I've, I've still been doing stuff. My God. Yeah, I'm fully clothed from the convention right now. I mean, at least I'm not wearing my bag. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, like it's the one thing that I'm not in. I was wearing my badge for a very long time after I came home and I was like, why is this still on me? Oh, yeah. So I had to go to the store. 
because I was trying to get something for Taylor real quick for her birthday. Yeah. And I, I wore it in, and people, like, look at you, because it's like, <laughs> that's like an authority thing. Like, you have a lanyard and a badge. Yeah, you should have been carrying a clipboard. So I was just like, Hotman. <laughs> yes, you know. <laughs> people used to look at me weird because at my real job, when we were in the office, you had to wear a lanyard and a badge, right? Yeah. And I always wore that shit outside when I left work because, I, I don't know, I don't feel like taking it off and storing it somewhere. I'll take it off when I get home, right? Right. And uh, I had a PlayStation lanyard, so everybody would think oh that God. I worked for PlayStation. <laughs> and I appreciated the compliment, but I had to let them down, sadly, every time and be like, no, I have no info on the new God of War. Leave me I alone. wish I worked for PlayStation. And I'd say that, and they'd be like, but you do. <laughs> I'm like, sure, sure, why not? So, what, we attended 40 classes, probably? Something like that, yeah. Because it's just all day, all class. And only 10 of them had different information? Basically, yeah. Like, I I do love going to all the classes and getting all the different information because you never know which panelist is going to have some kind of good insight to say. Yeah. And you also never know (laughs) which panelist is still going to be drunk from last night's party. Which happened this morning. Holy shit. <laughs> it did. Um, so we were in a panel this morning and like we show up. It's what, 945 the panel started? Yes. And I don't know what time the party ended last night, but the party was still going for this dude because he was like, hey, podcasters, who has a fucking podcast? And I was like, uh, uh me? <laughs> fucking cool, dude. <laughs> fucking sick, brah. And then like. I don't think the actual panelists were prepared for this energy because one of the women... So, like, the thing is, at the end of the panel, you're allowed to ask questions. Like, you raise your hand, somebody brings you a microphone because they're live streaming yeah. these things to the people who who got virtual tickets. Oh, yeah. And they need the microphone so they can hear you. And um, instead of, you know, the order of that business, the the guy was like, I, you know how, like, questions happen at the end? Not, not, not in this class. I want you all to just stand up, shout out your questions whenever scream they come to you. It. Just stand up and <laughs> scream it. It's fine. And the panelists are all like exchanging shifty glances. Like, is this guy okay? Dude, he stood the entire time too. He and did. they were like, do you want one of these chairs? Right. There were four chairs up there. They were like, you can have a seat. He's like, no, I'm good. I think if he sat down, he probably would have passed out. Now, he turned around at some point and i was like oh i looked at the back of that shirt and saw that logo a bunch the past few days Uh uh-huh i don't think the dude ever changed that shirt (laughs) i don't think he was drunk from the last night's party i think it's just been one convention long high man my god yeah he was he was something um, but most of the panel is pretty informative. It was a good year of podcast movement. It it was very good. I think it became so good because we weren't scared to be there. Yeah. Our first year was so like, I felt like we didn't belong and you know, we were brand new podcasters. Not brand new. I guess we've been we doing it for... We were new to like that scene. Yeah. You know? We were new to the convention scene. We've been podcasting for two years at the time. But, like, I still felt that we were babies in the industry. And we were, it was our first year. Yeah. Well, because I guess we didn't know. 
yeah, we didn't know who we were in that space. Yeah. And honestly, you we know? still kind of don't. <laughs> That's what we kind of found out this year. Yeah. Podcast movement was nothing if not humbling. It's always... That's what it is every time. Yeah. Like you always... At least for us. Yes. Because we sit at home and talk into our microphones and look at each other and we distribute it to our friends and they're like, yeah, that was a good episode. And we're like, yeah, we know it. And then <laughs> you go to these panels and people are like, I only get 5,000 downloads and I don't know what to do. And we're like, oh, we get like 30 on a good day. Yeah. So Now, I will say this about this year. Last year, it was like all the business side of it. Like it was yes. all the people who were like, I don't know what my hosts do. Yeah. All I know is I'm in charge of making sure we make money from it. Right. Like what I'm do we do? the marketer or I'm the editor or something like that. And this year, I do feel like there were a lot of hosts there. It was like all creators themselves. Yeah. Like almost every question was, I have a show. It's my show. I'm doing this, you know. Right. And it felt so much more like, oh, this is actually us. Yeah. Like what you and I are trying to find out in this crowd you know yeah it was nice we actually like met some new people this year that i think we we're gonna have really good connections with and i'm excited to listen to their shows and stuff then we felt so good because like we literally show up day one and within 20 minutes we'd met like five people yeah because we they sat- were just all like neat shirts bros yeah cool shirts <laughs> they wore cool shirts we wore matching shirts every single day of the convention by the way just so y'all know and we only noticed, we only got noticed for that day one and the last day. Yeah. Day one was the logo shirts. Day four, Zeitgeist. Shrimp cancels. Good old shrimp cancel shirts. But yeah, we wore matching shirts. I mean, that's the brand is that we're this team. Yeah. So we played it up. We walked in tandem the whole time. We did. We skipped the whole time together. <laughs> it was a whole thing. It's a good time. Oh, man. Um, you know who else was at Podcast Movement this year? I was going to say somebody was there that we didn't go look at, and I'm upset by that. Okay. So... Okay. We're talking totally different people because (laughs) we didn't care about who you're talking about. Yeah. No, not at all. But, dude, before we get into that, remember Aaron Mankey was there. I know, but I... Like, what? He was on a panel, right? Yeah. He was only at the one panel, but, like, we should have gone anyway. Yeah. I just want to see the man and hear... Hear the legend in real life. You know? I can't imagine like sitting in a crowd and like hearing his voice and seeing his face at the same time. It's like it's like when you see a voice actor person. You're yes. like, I don't believe that really comes out of you, and Until yet you it watch does. it happen. You yes, know? yeah. Um, but no, the other person that was there. Okay, <laughs> our our listeners may may not be familiar with the show called The Daily Wire. Um, because our demographic is mm, better than that, I would say. <laughs> the Daily Wire is like a very far right-wing show. Okay. And it's hosted by a man named Ben Shapiro. I'm going to look up this guy's face because like, I kind of know the name, but that's about yeah, it. Yeah, like I had to look him up too. I was like, I know I know his stupid fucking truth bomb catchphrase, but I, I can't put a face to it. And then I looked up his face and I was like, oh, that dick bag. So podcast movement paid like there was money exchanging hands i don't know if the daily wire i got okay so i guess the daily wire would pay to have a booth there right yeah 
So they had a big booth there and there was no agreement that Ben Shapiro himself, host of the Daily Wire, would show up to podcast movement, but they let them have a booth there. And I mean, so Ben Shapiro showed up and it wasn't even like a whole big deal. Like there wasn't any kind of yelling or protesting or anything like that because I mean, we're in Dallas anyway, so I feel like he's got a pretty good contingency here. What? I'm trying to read stuff about it, and I'm having one of your problems where news is being blocked to me, and it's saying, pay to see uh, this article. Pay well. <laughs> no. Yeah, so... But yeah, like, he, what, apparently just showed up and didn't even talk to anybody? He just well, he just was there. He, it's not that he didn't... So, people were coming up to him because they recognized him because he's famous. Well, yeah. And they were like, Oh my God, Ben Shapiro, can I have a photo with you? And he's just like, yeah, sure. Just acting normal. There was no soapboxery that I know of. Um, which I mean, it doesn't really matter if you don't like a person, if they, if they produce a podcast, they're probably going to be at a podcast convention. Yeah. I mean, produce is a pretty loose word. If they're a host of a major podcast, they're going to be at a podcast convention. If Joe Rogan, if Joe Rogan was there, it wouldn't have been a surprise to anybody, but like there was a whole stink about it. People were making tweets like, I can't believe podcast movement would let Ben Shapiro be here. So podcast movement tweeted, hi folks. We owe you an apology before sessions kick off for the day. Yesterday afternoon, Ben Shapiro briefly visited the PM 22 expo near the daily wire booth, though he was not registered or expected. We take full responsibility for the harm done by his presence, by his presence. I mean, yeah. I guess it, it puts out like a bad vibe. I don't know. I'm so I'm I'm of two minds about it because I can't make words about it. Like, okay, so I just read this thing because I went to his Twitter to kind of see if he yes. commented about it. Yeah. And he hasn't from what I've seen. He just retweeted something from somebody else. So the Daily Wire did have a tweet about it. Like I'm on his tweet. But it does say so actually And, you know, we have stuff that we can see this, but, like, this says that Podcast Movement had a Daily Wire sponsorship. Because, remember, there's the different layers of, Mm. like, the platinum people and then the gold people that, like, donated the money and stuff. Yeah. According to what this guy is saying, it looks like they were a sponsor for the event as a whole. Let me look this up because... I I mean, it could be. I don't recall seeing any merchandise or any uh, sponsors. Sponsors and exhibitors. Are you ready? Yeah. Well, because remember, the Roost was one. Yeah, which is cool. The Daily Wire. Right there. Daily Wire, really? They sure were. Now, I don't know how big, because the website version is not laid out in platinum, gold, silver, and all that kind of stuff, but presenting sponsors, the Daily Wire is in fact one of them yeah so if you're gonna accept money from this organization like to put on your show you kind of have to accept the fact that that person (laughs) has a chance of showing up and they're not associated with your convention it doesn't make any sense to me to be like we're so sorry he showed up we didn't expect this ah we know his presence is bad Uh, i mean yeah bad vibes from that dude but you accepted his money you put his name all over everything this is the epitome of the whole thing, the like, the apologize first kind of mentality that companies are in. Like, yeah, 
As soon as you think anything could be seen as bad, you immediately issue an apology because for some reason when you issue an apology, no matter how fake it feels, uh-huh. the public goes, okay, you did the apology for some reason, right? Yeah. But in this case... But so, did they need to do that? No, they didn't because it was like I don't a couple so. of people on Twitter that were like upset that he was there. It's not like he assaulted anyone. <laughs> And it's not like he, like you said, you know, went on some kind of rant. Like, had he, like, gotten in the middle of the show floor and started got on, like, crazy a soapbox? Speeches. Yeah, and, like, disrupted the event. Boom. You need to be like, okay, first of all, get out or something, and then yeah. we'll do an apology. But right. you can't get mad that you had to see somebody. I know. You can't be mad about that. Like, you're going to accept his money as a sponsor. He shows up to the event. You apologize to people that he showed up to the event and was civil. And then because of they issued that apology, Ben Shapiro's whole organization is like, podcast movement is canceled. And it's just like making all this big stink about it when yeah, they like could have just done nothing, nothing. and would have been fine. Yeah, like those few people would have been like, ooh, I saw him gross. Yeah, and that would have been the end of it. Did the people who were upset go like, Ark, I hate podcast, like... I don't even... What I, did they even want podcast movement to do? Or did they just say like, ooh? I would I mean, like to know what the tweet was that incited this apology. You know? Yeah, it doesn't... I don't understand why this had to exist. <sighs> okay, so I'm trying to look at the tweet, and it's actually from a protected account now, because I can only imagine that person got um, harassed and harangued. Yeah, and then what is this one? This guy just replied to podcast movement and said, so scary, so painful. <laughs> okay. What does that even mean? What does that mean in relation to this, to this apology so tweet? So scary, so painful. I don't... <sighs> I, I'm going to leave this webpage because I'm going to get on like Ben Shapiro Twitter and that is a place I do not need to be on. I just, I just don't understand this. <laughs> so yeah, this is just something we were brought. I mean, we didn't even know this was going down and then we get in this morning and of course, you know, it's just like school where everyone's like, did you hear about what happened yesterday? Yeah. So, like everybody was talking about it, but just like my pocket money, I also forgot this had happened. Totally, totally wild. Because... Because one, I didn't see him. Two, nobody was walking around that I saw hurt that they saw him. Yeah. Like, I want to be clear. We're not defending Ben Shapiro. That dude sucks. But I just don't know what a looking at a person means. Yeah. I guess at the end of the day, I can see tons of things that remind me of something that I don't like. But that doesn't mean I have to cause a stink because I saw it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It was fucking super weird. It was a weird situation. <laughs> super weird. But podcast movement as a whole, phenomenal, minus not having food. Yeah. Very, very good time was had. Yes. So basically, expect us to be implementing, like last year, a couple things. You might be getting some surveys, maybe another form of just getting some, just some stuff from you guys, just... Information on what you guys want, kind yeah. of, and is all we really want to try to figure out. We want to encourage you to to go to our Twitter and talk to us there because we're going to be hosting some polls there in the future, and that would be a good place for you to go so we can get your opinion. Yeah. So podcast movement twenty two, swish in the bag. 
Oh, we didn't go check out the booth to get tickets for next year. So I know. Yeah, I was thinking about that at the end, but I think it's in our email, like the discount code for next year. So, well, I'm also on the website now, and price increase is in five days, so we okay. have a little time. Excellent. But uh, just so you guys are aware, we will be in Denver, Colorado yeah. next year, doing this all over again. I'm excited. I feel like by next year, we're in no classes. It's strictly... Just partying? Make just parties and shooting shit with people. Make connections. Make buddies. If you're one of our good friends we met this year, we love you. Thank you for coming to listen to this show. Yeah. And thank you to uh, some of you guys for actually just like hanging out with us. We had lunch with some people. And we did meet a couple new people that hopefully that goes and becomes a... Awesome friendship. Yes. If you're listening, I just want to say, hey, John Dunkerley, Tony Rambles, Kyle Frazier, Jason, Larry. We love you guys. Yeah, we do. You guys fucking roll. Hope we'll see you all next year. Yeah, definitely. With that, I'm going to go take a little break. Yes, please. All right. <gasps> Robert, holy shit. What the and fuck is that? Th- there's $260 <gasps> in my pocket. What the fuck? Why? I... I don't know what this is. What the fuck? Kelsey, I don't know what this is. Robert, what? There's 260 fucking dollars. <laughs> You've got to be joking. In my pocket. Like I'm, I'm seeing, I'm seeing, but like, tell me you're, tell me you're joking. Tell me this is a bit. No. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what this is. You should have been a microphone. <laughs> I knew you were going to yell at me. <laughs> Damn it. Because I found it last night. You found it last night? Yeah, last and night. Tell and me until now. Guess what? Yeah, because I forgot again until I got up. Fuck So I'm just like cruising the fucking, you know, <laughs> the show with two hundred and sixty dollars in my back pocket. This got put in my fucking back pocket. There's not even like a business card with it. Does nobody's like written on those dollar no, bills. But see, it, it's just like random money that wound up in your pocket. Do you think somebody at Podcast Movement just was like shoot and just like stuck it in there? But why would they do that? I'm not like stick a business card in with it because that's what podcast movement is about. Is like the business. I'm like, I'm like, did we play like the charity bit? And people are all like, they are gonna need. (laughs) Look at this sad little (laughs) podcast or something. Like, (laughs) no, I genuinely like, I cannot for the life of me think of the last time I even needed this much money in a cash form. I have zero fucking clue what on earth this means all right guys if you enjoyed that little bit of the pre-ramble don't forget you can get that full bonus episode by going on over to patreon.com slash ymbtoap and signing up to be a patron the lovely lovely people that help us put this show on make the show great drive us to be what we are for you guys we could not we could not do the show the way we do it now without you guys. Like you drive us truly in every every form. We got a podcast movement for you. Exactly. And if you know what you like that, you like being somebody. You want to go out there and say, I want to want to really really rep the Yimtope. Don't forget, you can get some merch, some gear over at the Yimtope Peril store. We got shirts, long sleeve shirts, tank tops, hoodies tote bags, mugs, all kinds of stuff. And if you're in the Patreon, 
you actually get another little piece of the store with some of that Zeitgeist Shrimp Council stuff. So, it's um, my favorite t-shirt. Yeah, it's a pretty good shirt. Again, just thank you guys so much. You truly, truly mean the world to us. You guys are why we're here. And with that, let's get you on back to the regularly scheduled content. I've been playing a video game. With what time? With what time? (laughs) I know. I haven't been playing it a lot, actually. I've only got like two hours into it because I started it this week. Um, It was on sale this week, which is why I got it. It is a game that I forgot about, and it is called Dying Light 2. Okay. I kind of forgot this game existed because it came out like at the same time as Elden Ring. You were super into that. I was super into you being super into that. So I never (laughs) focused on video games for that time period. Um, well, in Friday Roundup, we did just talk about how that DLC thing was coming out for it. So yes. that's probably like, they're like, oh, yeah, let's get this game on sale. Exactly. Prompt everybody again. So, yeah. Yeah. So I was excited to get it. Um, I remember the first game just being so pretty and loving it so much. Um, yeah. I wanted to ask you, do the same people who make Dying Light make Dead Island? I believe so. It's Techland, right? Dying Dead Island. Techland is Dying Light, yes. Yeah, I think they also did that as well. Yes, they did They did Dead Island. Okay, yeah. I love Dead Island. Dead Island I like more than Dying Light, I think, because Dying Light goes in heavy on the, the parkour aspect of stuff, which is... It's all right. It's, it's a little yeah. gimmicky for my taste. I much prefer just, like, crafting fun weapons that can do wild shit. But, um... Man, I hated dying light <laughs> or not not dying light dead island really oh man for it being one of my all-time favorite video game trailers to that's ever cool. exist the best video game trailer i've ever seen honestly nothing I like gave the game, that but... game to ferdin like <laughs> i was like oh you like it here you go you yeah. can totally play it and he played the shit out of the game <laughs> loved it but i was um, like meh there's apparently been some big updates on Dead Island 2 as of Gamescom. I'm going to have to dig into that later. Yeah, that's definitely going to be some Friday Roundup stuff. But yeah, that trailer was also phenomenal mm-hmm. it, in in a totally different way. Yeah. But then that game got like delayed and yes. then canceled yes. and then brought back from the dead. It's been a mess for the last decade. As is Zombies. So yeah, it's like officially coming out now. And I just have one question about it. What? I don't care about the gameplay. I don't care about most anything else. My question is, in the trailer, mm-hmm. Jack Black was in the trailer. For Dying Light 2? Yeah. Is? No. For Dead Island 2. For Dead Island 2. For Dead Island 2? For real? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is he in the game? Or is that something that got scrapped because it's that, that trailer is like 10 years old now? <laughs> you know? Huh. Yeah, he was totally in it because he's the guy that was like stealing the shoes from the zombie that they ran over in their car. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, cool. Like he's been in a game because his other game had just come out like a couple years before the the one where he's like the heavy metal dude that gets sucked into like heavy metal land or whatever. Uh huh. Brutal Legend. Yeah. And that game's not great, but it was fun. And I was like, oh, he's going to do a bunch of games now. So I thought he was going to be in that. And then the game never went anywhere. So Okay, yeah. So I'm looking at some news articles. There's one from 2014 that says Jack Black is not involved in Dead Island 2, despite how eerily similar one of the characters sounds in the trailer. 
And then there's Weird. one in 2018 okay. that says Jack Black says Dead Island 2 voice is an impersonator. <laughs> oh, okay. So I mean, oh, is dude, no. it sounded so much like him. Hmm. But I do love that trailer. Did you know that during Summer Games Fest when they announced Goat Simulator 3? Oh, my God. They riffed that trailer. Did they really? Like, they, they, they totally remade the entire Dead Island 2 trailer, but with goats. Oh, my God. I mean, it's a really good trailer. You got to watch it. It's a dude going for a jog. And he's been bit, so he's, like, doing the thing that he loves, like, right before he turns. And then he yeah. slowly turns into one, and then he's just, like, a zombie running through the, the town. It's a phenomenal trailer. Okay. But, yeah, so they did one with goats, and the goats are just, like, ramming into people behind this guy and all this <laughs> shit. It's super funny. Nice. Like, that game has become a whole, like, thing, as one does when it's been coming out for ten years. Yeah. You know? I can't wait for that to actually finally hit. But... Anyway, uh, back to but Dying, Dying Light. Light 2. Yes, Dying Light 2 has been, um, so far, so good. That's pretty much all I can say with it. I have been good. playing it for like two hours. You have to play through. So Richard and I are going to play it together because we played the Dead Island. And what was the second Dead Island called? Not Dead Island 2, but there was another one Riptide. in there. Riptide. Riptide. Dead Island Riptide. We played yeah. that one together. We played the first one. We played Dying Light one together. This is just like a, a genre of games we both really love. Okay. So yeah, we're playing it together, but the thing is with this one, you have to play through the first story mission on your own in order to get through and oh, like weird. get okay. online play. Because it's kind of the tutorial, I guess, and they want you to go through that by yourself, but I already know how to play, so I'm just <laughs> been bored <laughs> like by myself, but it's good. I haven't unlocked any of the cool new combat stuff yet, but I'm enjoying my time with it so far. They introduced a system called perfect blocking, which I don't really like. Okay. It's, um, you have to block at the very last second when your enemy hits you and then it staggers them and you can like do some combo attacks and stuff. And I find it faster for me to just beat the shit out of them instead of trying to get a perfect block and then doing all the cool stuff. That's my thing. Like I don't like defense no i don't either i just want to hit <laughs> yeah that's why elden ring was such a problem for me yeah because i'm used to god of war which is basically you overwhelm them with attacks and then you do good yes you know and if you did that in elden ring you just died like you can't yeah. overwhelm somebody with attacks you have to be on the guard yeah i'm hoping that once i get like all the combat stuff unlocked it feels better and i don't have to do any of those perfect blocks anymore but for now i'm stuck doing them and i don't like them well hopefully you get that done in a reasonable time that's yeah. the one that released that chart right that's like if you want to play everything like sell your life to us. hours yeah yeah uh i'm not gonna play it for that much time probably but it does seem really cool it's very open world which is a blessing and a curse because it doesn't so it gives you like a reticle on the map like go toward this thing but on the map itself it doesn't i have problems with mini maps and okay i've like every single game i've not found a game that i like the map in is that because you need glasses or <laughs> i don't know man i just don't <laughs> i don't like maps maps and i don't get along my arch nemesis yeah. truly but yeah they in this game they don't give you like a clear pathway to a thing like you're just walking through the fucking Ooh, woods okay. or maybe i'm just like looking in the wrong area and i don't see the, the indicators but it just feels a little too open world for me right now okay i was gonna say i want you to report back on um because i remember like reading articles when it was first gonna come out and they were like you'll make choices that like 
affect the fucking world. Yeah, and I've heard bad stuff about that, too. And then I've heard that that was, like, backtracked. Yeah. And that's part of why, like, it didn't come out, because they were like, that's too ambitious. Like, we can't really make that happen. Right. So, from what I hear, there's basically, like, two ways the story can go. You can go with the fascists or with the not fascists, and that's about it. Yeah. Because they were saying stuff like, you make a deal with these people, and it'll flood this whole town, and now you lose everything in it. Like, yeah, you just fucked like yourself that. over. And, I mean, I guess Elden Ring does stuff like, like, Dark Dark Souls does that thing where, like, if you miss this quest by this person, you never get it again. Yeah. You know? I, I hate that shit, though. But this is, like, so much grander because it was, like, you lose, like, area to him. Well, shit, that happens in Elden Ring, too. Like, I wonder if Elden Ring heard all the shit that these games were going to come up with and they all backtracked and they were, like, let's just do it. Mm. <laughs> because, like, you do lose access to a whole section of the map at one point in that game. Fuck. And that was a whole thing that Dying Light 2 was going to do and people were losing their minds about it. You yeah. Know? <laughs> I just want to know how... How significant are the things you do to the world yeah. overall? Because I remember that was such a thing. But I feel like... They played it up real hard, but I think it's probably not as good. I feel like they just released a game now. You yeah. Know? Which is fine. Like, it was going to be like this groundbreaking experience, but now it's like, it's just a video game. Yeah. They had to walk it back quite a bit. You know what I mean? So I would like to know. Well, I'll let you know. Well, I haven't had much time to do things either. But Monday, I think it was Monday. Yeah, so we hadn't gotten to podcast movement yet. But right before, in preparation, Mm -hmm. we decided to watch the new Orphan movie. Oh. So, of course, I couldn't just watch the new one. I was like, watch the first one too. Well, well, you want to watch the first one? (laughs) And so Taylor was like, well, I did start it the other day and it was really good and I would like to finish it. And I was like, good, because I just fucking love it. Like, I don't need to rewatch it. It's, I mean, scene by scene in my brain. Yeah. Forever. I fuck. It's top five horror movie of all time for me. It's so good. I fucking love that movie. Yeah. <sighs> Can I just say, if you've never seen the first Orphan movie. And I haven't. Fucking what? I forgot that you, mm, you have to see that movie. I know. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> you didn't see the first movie? No. I, I believe you've told me about it. Um, and I think I remember the twist, but I've not seen it. The twist is not even like the sole reason it's so good. It is just so good. It lays itself out so great because once you know the twist, that's one of those movies that you can rewatch again and just be like, it's a totally different movie now. I love shit like that. Where it's like a different experience now that you know how it's going to shake out. Yeah. Like that's a movie that benefits from the rewatch yeah like oh my god the rewatch makes it so much worse because you're like <laughs> oh my god i understand this now oh, you man. know no it's so much better on watch too i loved it the first time i've only loved it more every time i've seen it since then okay it's so fucking good so anyway we we rewatched the first one and the whole time i'm like this is great and then we watched the new one which is a prequel Yes. To that one. So they literally <laughs> 10 seconds into the prequel give that spoiler from, from the first movie. I mean, they want you to know, like, yeah, remember that's the premise? Okay, cool. Like, here's our movie now. Okay. You know? Not and not even because they show you stuff from the first movie. Somebody's just like, This is the deal. 
and it just is kind of stated up front. Right? All right. Now, when the first movie came out, the girl that plays the orphan girl, uh-huh. she was 12. Okay. Okay. So she was like a legit child, right? Yeah. It's been 13. That can't be right. She's 25. It's been 13 years since that first. Oh my God. That's a long time. It's. I just realized how long out. Yes. Whoa. (laughs) Are you okay? (laughs) I just realized how old that movie is. Oh my God. That's amazing. I I didn't realize that it was that old. That's That's over a decade ago. Holy shit. That blew my mind a little bit just now. (laughs) I saw. (laughs) But yeah, okay. So it's been 12 years. They have her playing the same little girl, right? The same actress comes back? Yeah. That's ridiculous. So this is that same little girl in the past, because this is a prequel, right? They do zero to hide that she has aged from 12 years old oh my god (laughs) but she's five foot three in real life like she's a a tiny tiny person yeah i hope i hope so much that she loves being the orphan girl i mean she must right (laughs) own that you know yeah because if they had recast it i would have hated it yeah like only she can be that person for me I think horror movies, like, I can't think of a successful horror movie that has recast the main villain in a subsequent movie. Kind of, yeah. Like, that ruins it. Yeah. Yeah. Literally ever. I mean, even, like, behind the mask, once you lose the person, the feeling is changed. It's weird. So, yeah, she comes back. And so the new one is called Orphan First Kill. Okay. It is still very good, but it is not... A revolution and and i mean it's just like oh what a what a good time yeah i'm not really excited about the good time i was just like yeah that was a good time it's you know it's not bad but i'm not excited about the sequel yeah it's okay like it was it was just like a little more and i guess that's all i needed but what i found so interesting is she's not even the bad guy oh okay <laughs> there's a fucking other villain to that movie and I was like, God, I hope Orphan wins. <laughs> like, fuck this other person. She is, like, my hero in this movie. And she's the bad person. Damn. Like, she is the bad person. We already hate her from from that original movie. But now I'm, like, rooting for her in this one. <laughs> it felt very at odds with my soul. All right. But it, but it was a good movie. It was good. Good. It was just a plain, unapologetic, just... Here's, like, a nice story with it. We didn't try to really do anything fancy. Yeah. Just here. It's a nice little hour and a half to kill movie. Because it's pretty short. It's fine. Good. I like a short horror movie. I did like it. It had some neat stuff. But, dude, you can't top the first one. That's good. I think I want to try to make, like, a top maybe 10 horror movies for myself. Cause I say, Oh, that's like top five. I really don't know what else is in that top five. Yeah. You should list them out. I should try to do that because horror is such a thing of ours. Yeah. And I mean, Halloween spooky season's coming up right around the corner. Yeah. I mean, that's so, uh, it's just so good. Like I know what number one is. Yeah. And I know that this is within the five from there. Well, so what's number one for you? Oh, number one is Evil Dead Remake. Okay. 
I love the 2013. It's not better than the original in a sense of like, oh, that first one sucks. Yeah. I just like the direction that one took and I like the things they did with it. Like, it is so different than that original. I'm not saying like, oh, yeah, that's a definitive version. Yeah. It's separate. But I like that one more. It's the one I revisit the most. Okay. I fucking... That's hands down like my favorite horror movie, period. I fucking love that movie. I can't even watch the beginning without getting chills, man. <laughs> it's so good. I love that movie. And Orphans right up there. So, yeah, I think I might need to try to do that. Maybe I'll get something ready by Streamtober time. Yeah. That well, so cool. actually, me and Haley at work, we used to... Okay, so I found a website that they would list like a, like a scary movie to watch... For all like 31 days of oh, man. October. Yeah. And we used to make some as well and then like exchange them. Nice. Like, okay, pick a theme for one and like let's trade them. And we almost never had the same movies on the list. Cool. So you know what? Maybe we should work on like a official Yimtope like, hey, here's our recommended one scary movie a night for all of October. That would be something. so much fun. Let's do that for our patrons. That would be fun. Let's do that. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, we can do like maybe our tops counting down or something like that, but we'll get something going because that yeah. would be neat. And we'll take some uh, recommendations from the patrons too, because I know that they are also big fans of the horror genre. Yes. So not a lot because podcast movement's taking up so much time, but Orphan yeah. was a welcome uh, little horror movie surprise for, for, <laughs> for August. You yeah. Know. That's good. But it was good. And because Podcast Movement has been taking up so much time, we hope you guys will forgive us for a little bit of a shorter episode. We are both exhausted. <laughs> um, man, so many people were like, yeah, you know, had to cancel one this week, but we don't do that. We don't do that every Monday. We... No. Every Monday. Never. Can I say I am a little upset that out of all the shirts we wore... Nobody mentioned the Every Monday truck. I know. Nobody looked at him. I love the Every Monday truck. He's underrated. I love him, man. Nobody likes him, but I I am enamored with that truck. <laughs> Me too. He is he is phenomenal. Well, I guess with that, you want to rest up so that they have an eventful next week's show? Yes, please. If you guys Let's are super into video game news, uh, please join us for the Friday Roundup next Friday because we're going to be covering Gamescom in its entirety. Yeah, I mean, I've seen like a little bit and I'm like, ooh, I got to look that up. Yeah. There's some stuff in there. So for those of you not in the know, Friday Roundup is the show that we do on YouTube each and every Friday. Come join us there. It is a good time. Robert covers all the movie releases that are coming up, both in theaters and on Blu-ray. We talk about video game news, video games that are coming out, collectibles every now and then. It's a good time. Yes. If you guys love that episode, please tell a friend about us because word of mouth is the best way we can get the good Yemtope into those brand new shiny ears. We release weekly every single Monday as previously stated. Never miss one, never gonna. If you want to talk to us on Mondays or otherwise, you can catch us on Twitter at YMBTOAP. Or if you're in the know, you can hit us up on the Discord. That's for the patrons only. Uh, tell us what your favorite horror movie is. Even if you're not in the Patreon, tell us on Twitter what your favorite horror movie is what's your top five we want to know for your spooky spooky season i want to know on twitter go out there and let me know did you guess the twist to orphan yeah i remember 
when watching it. All the trailers, all the posters were like, you're never going to guess. And damn, I never guessed. I was so far away. But don't spoil it because I, I, don't, I don't know the twist. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, just um, did you know the twist? Yeah. Let us know if you were able to guess it. And, of course, thank you so much to our patrons for supporting us. Like we said, you are the lifeblood. You are the thing that moves us forward, that keeps us going. You're the drumbeat that we dance to. We love you so, so much. And our theme song is The Grim Reaper Blows the Horn by Farage. Check him out. Show him all that love. Take half your love for us. Go give it to him. Maybe not all that love. We would like some of that love still. (laughs) Just give him some of it. And as always, thank you for listening. And tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. How is Podcast Movement 2023 going to treat us? So good. Will we be fed? Oh, I think so. But we had one more important sound we wanted you to hear. In the bag. And then we will be doing... I heard that noise. What was that? That door just like... Well, the door's opened for some reason Ooh, it's the money witch come to put more money in your pocket i have no idea what happened it's just the door just like slightly cracked open yeah it went like Um.